Shalom. Shalom in, in return. Thank you. My name is Nicodemus. I am a very respected rabbi and teacher of the law of the Lord. I am also an esteemed member of the Holy Order of Pharisees. Ah, I see that you recognize that name. We Pharisees are highly respected and hated. We are respected because we are fanatical students of God's law, memorizing whole sections of the first five books of the book that you know of as the Bible. We call it the Torah. And we follow that law fanatically. We are hated because some of us, no, most of us, think because we are so fanatical about following God's law that we are just a little bit better and closer to the Almighty than, say, you guys. I mean, come on. You, do you know the law? You know that in Deuteronomy chapter 6, it says you should bind the law on your forehead right here, like, yeah, where's yours? Huh. On your door frames? No? See what I mean? Isn't it wonderful to have somebody being so critical like that? Maybe you know somebody that like that, that's always critical of you. That's why we're hated. I was so good at being critical, especially when it came to the law. That was all before I met Jesus. Jesus changed everything. Have you ever experienced in your life where you thought you knew everything and you were completely secure and in control, and then suddenly, unexpectedly, everything fell apart on you? Let me give you an example. Maybe, maybe you have experienced this. You were going into an exam and you thought you knew everything. You had this, right? Total control, completely secure, only to get in there to discover you knew absolutely nothing and it was going to be a complete fail. Or perhaps you have been in a relationship where you thought you were totally secure, comfortable, and then suddenly there was a death or worse, a rejection, or an abandonment, and your whole world is just in pieces. Or maybe it was a job. You, again, thought you had everything under control, and you then unexpectedly were laid off or fired, and, and your whole kingdom is collapsing around you. That's how I felt when I met Jesus. Pharisees' first love is following the law of the Lord. The second love is fanatical obsession with the prophecies regarding the Messiah. And again, roundly criticizing any false Messiah for not following the prophecies. 
But Jesus was different. There was something about Jesus. Every time we would send someone to trap him in his words, he would make a fool out of them. His, his teachings were profound, his miracles amazing, and so many of them, and yet he remained gentle and humble. There was nobody like him. So I determined I had to see him. I had to interview him. So I, I went to see him at night, in secret. <laughs> My peers would have never understood. But that night was the most unforgettable night of my entire life. Jesus turned my whole world upside down. It was as if he could look into my very soul. He knew my thoughts. He knew my past. He told me that no one will see the kingdom of God by keeping the law, but by being born again of the Spirit and believing. He told me that God did not come into this world to condemn the world. Oh, I was so good at that. But to save the world. Could it be that everything that I had taught and known was completely wrong? And I couldn't get his words out of my mind. And after that night, I watched him from a distance and and the more I watched and the more I listened, the more I became convinced he was the one. He was the Messiah. I tried to convince my brothers, but they wouldn't have it. They, uh, they accused him of claiming to be son of, the son of God. <laughs> Never mind that he would actually was the son of God. But they wouldn't have anything to do with it. I even, I even defended him saying, can we condemn someone we haven't at least put on trial? I thought maybe if they questioned him and listened to them, they would be convinced like me. But no, they wouldn't have it. So they condemned him, turned him over to the Romans to be crucified. The Romans are brutal killers. It was, it was horrible. It was horrible. No one died like Jesus did, though. I mean, even in death, he was one of a kind. And I watched as prophecy after prophecy was fulfilled, led like a lamb before the slaughter, silent before his enemies, hung on a tree, his wounds, healing mine. No one died like Jesus. As he forgave his enemies, cried out that it was completed, and then gave his, his spirit to the Almighty. No one dies like Jesus. But die he did, and that's really where my story comes in. You see... It is the Jewish law that anyone who is executed must be buried lest the land be defiled. And so it's the responsibility of the Jewish council to make sure that anyone executed actually gets planted in the ground. My good friend, Joseph of Arimathea, 
boldly stepped forward to take that responsibility, and I was there to help him. Both of us believers convinced that Jesus was the Messiah. We followed every Jewish burial ritual in the ceremony. We washed his body clean, purifying it, the wounds horrifying. And I can assure you, you have the witness of two that he was dead. There was no doubt about it. We wrapped his, his limbs in strips of cloth after we smeared it with a paste of, of nard and myrrh and aloes, and wrapping his limbs and his torso and, and then put a cloth over his face. We, we did this ceremonial procedure to the tomb where we laid him, Joseph's own tomb. And we thought we were going to begin the ritual seven-day ceremony of mourning, following all the laws, intricate. But we should have known. <laughs> we should have known that the grave could not hold the Messiah. The grave could not hold the Son of God. That night that I went to see him, There was one sentence that forever burned its way into my heart and my head. It changed me forever. One sentence I will never forget, and you know it too. And it goes like this. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. My friends, hear my testimony and believe. And if you do, you and I, Gentiles and Pharisee together, we will see the kingdom of God. Join me, would you, in prayer? Most high God, creator and ruler of the universe, we bless your name and we honor that you saw fit to become one of us, to die on a tree to redeem us from our lawlessness. What we could not do, you have done sacrificing all you have purified us once and for all. We rejoice and we long for the day when we will see you again. In your name we pray. God's people said, Amen. Until then, brothers and sisters, Shalom.